Welcome to Miss Viva Storyteller Podcast. This podcast is for anyone who has lost their voice and want to get it back. I lost my voice at a very young age, and it took me years of pain and hurt to get it back. On this podcast, I will bring you personal stories that will make you laugh, cry, think, heal, and in some cases, propel you into making new and better choices. At the end of each story, I give you my thoughts and I ask you probing questions to make you think. No one is perfect and no answer is wrong. So let's get started. I am so excited to have Marie Novick here today. Listen, we talked a few weeks ago and we have so much in common. Her and I have multiple jobs. <laughs> you know how people, I, I, I think at one point they used to call them gypsies and I'm not being offensive or anything, but no. people who have all these different jobs where I used to have a whole lot of different jobs because I'm not afraid to try anything. And when I met her, I was like, okay, see, she's like me. She's not afraid to try something new and something different. So I wanted her to be on the show because I loved the way that she has children and we talked, we talked and everything. And, and I just love some of the things that she does. So I wanted her to come on the show. So Marie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, right now I am a travel agent. I launched my own travel agency last year. So it's about a year, but like you said, I've had many hats. Um, and I would say all my jobs have been interlinked with one thing, which was customer service. Um, but I started out, I graduated law school in 2000, married my husband and I practiced for around five years and we made the hard decision that I probably wasn't going to be able to have the family I wanted being an attorney. It just, you know, family life, attorney life, it wasn't going to meld the way we wanted to have a family. So I'm like, well, what can I do? I'm like, well, my husband travels a lot. He, he works during the day. I'm like, well, if I work nights and we can kind of go back and forth. So I went back to nursing school and I was a nurse for around 10 years until my husband's job career took off even further. Um, and we had some family issues and things like that. So I'm like, I became a stay-at-home homeschooling mom and I've been doing that for probably around five years now. And then my kids are getting older. They don't need me quite as much. And so the travel agency was born. Um, so trip little like travel, I call my like third child, I guess right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's the child that needs the most help right yeah. now. Um, but it's been a journey, but it's been a fun journey. Yeah, I, and I, that was one of the things that I loved about her is because she started her own business. And of course, I, I have my own business as well. And juggling, although, you know, we're not juggling the same balls, but we're still juggling different things. And we're showing up and we're doing it. So I, I love that about her. So I know you listen to my podcast and I know you love so many of the stories and I've been hearing that a lot. It was like, oh my God, I love that story. So for you, what story resonated with you the most? Or what story do you want to talk about today? Your Disney vacation. And oh. that's right up my wheelhouse. <laughs> listen, let me tell you all, Disney World for my family was something. It, it was because the pandemic stopped a whole lot of things from happening, but it's the, the name of the story is called, let me make sure I give you the right name so that you can go and listen to it. It is called, um, oh Lord, oh, 
Disney World and the Family Vacation. I thought I named it something differently. And let me tell you a little bit about it. If you have not heard it or you listened to it and you forgot pretty much what it was, is that every year, uh, one year, my family decided that we were going to go to Disney World on a family vacation. During this time, the kids were smaller and it was you know, we, we, we were thinking this would be great. So what we did was we rented a house and we rented a house for a week. It had a pool, it had um, a grill outside, you know, it had a little game room downstairs. It had plenty of room. And so it was us and there was another family of uh, a family of the friend. They decided to come with us and bring their children. So we get there and <laughs> we go in the house and the kids marking their bad bedrooms where they're going to sleep. And we were like, huh, y'all can run all over the house you want to. We are going to decide where everybody's going to sleep. And so they ran outside looking for the pool and they were so excited and everything. So we <laughs> decided, we were trying to figure out where we were going to take the kids, you know, what parks we were going to go because we were not going to all the parks. We asked them, of course, they start yelling and screaming, don't do that, you all, you know, put it in a hat, let the children pull it out. Don't ask kids what part they want to go through because you're going to get the same day we did. Ah, yelling out all that thing. So what we decided to do <laughs> was when you go to Disney World, they have all these big balloons and vacations and all these things to draw you in, giving you tickets and giving you things to come, you know, to find tickets cheaper or for free. So we decided we were going to go to one of those. Listen, y'all, I'm giving you all the fast version. You need to listen to this whole story. We, we decided to try one and most of them were hot messes. We went in and they promised us, they said, listen, we will give you free tickets for all the kids and we will give you a hundred dollar visa um, gift card. We was like, oh, this would be great. We would, you know, this would be wonderful. So we agreed. Well, when they found out that I was single because this was promised to the couples, but when they found out that I was single, they took me to an entirely different place. And I was like, oh, my God. So, you know, I'm like, what's going on? So I go in and those people thought that they had me because I'm single. You know, they thought, oh, we this is one we got for good. I played those people like a fiddle. Those people thought they had me. They had the nerve to bring in. I called the big wigs. He came in. He, I guess he was the closer. I sat right there because my goal was gift cards and free tickets. I was like a stone. He kept talking to, he got so bad at me. He put me out y'all. He put me out and sent me to the back of the building to, a, to a, um, an alley. That's how mad he was at me. But I got my gift, Visa gift card and I got the free tickets. And I got an additional one because of the way he treated. With a couple that went with us, the same thing happened to them pretty much. They got put out into an alley in the back of the building because they wouldn't purchase. Anyway, uh, one other thing I'll tell you about this story. So you gotta, you gotta go and listen to it. I decided with myself, me and my brother were going to Walmart to pick up some food and all that. And I had this great idea because in Florida, they have all these lime and lemon trees. And I mean, they have like rows of them. And I decided that I was going to help myself to one. Well, my brother, he was driving the truck and he told me, if you get caught, I'm going to pull off like I don't know you. If you get caught stealing, I'm out. So I got off the truck. I'm bold and beautiful. And I go towards it and it came to me. 
you cannot run as fast as you think. And if he pulls off, <laughs> you going to jail in Florida. I turned my crazy self back around and got back in the truck. And me and him, we joked and laughed about the whole thing. So that's my story about um, Disney World. And I will tell you this, we, even though we had some issues, oh, you have to go and listen about the birds that held us hostage, you all. We had birds to hold us hostage in the house. We couldn't get out. And it was something else that happened, but anyway, you need to go listen to that story. So what were your thoughts when you heard the story? I love the story. You know, I'm all about, that's that's what I do. I book people's Disney vacations. I mean, I book a lot of other vacations too, but you know, Disney is my is my love and my, my wheelhouse. And I love hearing people's vacations and the memories they make, make at going to Disney. And also I love hearing when we do multi-generational trips at Disney, because I think that's what's like, it's made for, you know, it's made for the kids that's made for the kids at heart. And to be able to, you'll never make those memories, you know, right. without situations like that. And some of the best memories are the things you never planned or you, you plan, you thought you planned so well. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, God had other plans for me because what I thought was going to happen and what happened was like totally two different things. But um, no, I, that's, that resonates with me. I love hearing just the fun that you guys had. Yeah. And you're right about the memories because we haven't forgotten those. I mean, we, sometimes we sit around and we'll go, you remember that year we went to Disney world and this happened, or you remember, oh my God, do you remember when we went to the park and that happened? So you are so right. And they are great memories. And you're also right about when you plan stuff, you know, you can plan it to like the letter and most likely it's not going to happen the way you want to. Who thought that a family would he would be held hostage by birds. <laughs> they were at the front door in the windows. And I'm telling you, I went to take a picture because I'm like, nobody would believe this. And I, I'm telling y'all, I believe they were, they were like, you know, posing for the picture because they didn't move. I had my phone right up and they didn't move. They were like, hey. But you know, nobody could have ever thought of that. <laughs> and nobody would have ever thought that you would go for a, a timeshare and the people will get mad at you and just kick you out of the building and see you to, you know, an alley. I'm like, these are memories I have never forgotten. So tell me, give me one of your memories about going to Disney World, because I'm sure you have a lot. I do. I, you know, uh, when you asked me about Disney before, I had to like think, you know, we've been a lot. Um, I was with his, when I was a child, I remember we'd have the old Cutlass Supreme. I'm, I mean, I'm old. You know, with the, <laughs> so the front, you know, the front bench seat. And I remember um, loading up, you know, my, me, my grandparents, both them, my parents and my brother, and he was the skinnier one of us. So he got stuck in the front seat. <laughs> <laughs> And we were in Ohio, so we drove, you know, we had enough drivers. We drove, <laughs> you, you don't stop, <laughs> you just drive. Yeah. Um, so I remember, and like, tell my kids that, and they're like, you guys didn't stop? I'm like, no, you know, you stop to change and get gas. And yes, that's it. Yes, to go to the bathroom. And, you know, you ate, and that's how road trips were. Um, but you know, I do remember going to Florida that way, but actually we did stop on the way because we made it a vacation on the way down, but we would drove straight back. 
Um, so Disney's always been a part of my life. And, you know, I always knew I was going to make Disney a part of my kid's life when I had kids. You know, I knew that they was great memories for me. So I wanted them to have that. But I never realized how special Disney itself would become to our family. Um, my son, um, I think he was around five when he was finally diagnosed on the spectrum. Mm -hmm. um, he's very high functioning. Um, and now even now that I homeschooled him and we've done all the therapy and everything else, if you were to meet him today, you probably wouldn't even know he's on the spectrum. That doesn't mean he doesn't have issues. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he still has issues and will, he will work through those all his life. However, um, he we a lot all of have people, issues. Look, yes. We all, all have of issues. <laughs> Yep. But a lot of what you would call, you know, his normal social issues that a lot of um, autistic kids have, he doesn't present anymore, which is fabulous. Um, but he still has the challenges of not liking change. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Even a lot of people without autism don't like change, Absolutely. but not liking change and anxiety in crowds in different situations. Um, so my husband and I always like to travel and we knew his diagnosis wasn't going to change that. So you figure out what are you going to do? You know, how are you going to travel? Um, and we realized that Disney is fabulous for people that have what people, other people consider issues. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that, that for us is just family. It's not an issue. It's our family, but they have programs for that. They have the Disney uh, disability access service program wow, that allows you, that? yeah, they, which allows, uh, it's made for people with autism or PTSD or high anxiety or things like that. Um, that, you know, waiting in a line for two hours, yeah. that my child wasn't going to do that. He, he can't do that. Right. Um, so especially when he was little, he can do it now more, but not when he was little. Um, so you can get a time to come back. Uh, so you don't jump ahead of someone, but you know, they have the lightning lanes and everything. You, so you go to the ride, they give you a time to come back and then you can go about the parks and go ride another ride that might have not less of a line, or you can go find some place to eat or something like that. And then you have a time to come back. Um, so you don't have to wait in that giant line. Um, so they have things like that. They have Disney cruise line that has, um, kids clubs that the, the, uh, cast members are actually trained to um, help children with disabilities and things like that. Oh, wow. Or Disney has an amazing program for um, food allergies. I mean, I know there are some people that have severe anaphylactic mm -hmm. food allergies, that that is one of the only places they will travel because, you know, you could be at a park and you have an issue. Does this have dairy in it? Or does this have you know, nuts in it. And maybe that person who's selling it to you doesn't know, but right. they pick up the phone and on the other line is the, is the chef, is the dietary department that can tell you exactly what is in that food. Um, and you can't do that at a, reg, at a, you know, a regular like heroines or something like that. Or even when you go to Applebee's, you know, that person's not there, but you can have that when you go to Disney. Um, so it became a special part in our life because you could still be a kid there. No one knew he's disabled. You know, people don't know he's disabled. They don't put a big, you know, yeah, you know, on your test or anything like that. He's using the same lines everyone else is using for other reasons, but um, he's still using the same lines. He's using, you know, everything else. And he's comfortable because as you know, 
Disney really doesn't change. I mean, they may add a ride or or something like that, but or they could update a room. But in essence, it's the same. And that's I think that's why people go back year after mm-hmm. year after year. Like you will go back because you made those well, yeah. memories. We went and, back year after we went yeah. like five years straight or so. We kept going back. We went mm-hmm. to different parks. Yep. Um but basically you're right, it is the same, but I had no idea that they had all those things put in place. And one of the things I have to give to Disney is because all the years that we went, I would have never known that a child was different because yeah. it wasn't, like you said, there was no shirts worn. They didn't wear different color bands or, you know, and, and if they did, we wouldn't know what they were, you know? So, oh my God, that is, that is amazing. So when your son goes, he doesn't go through, or let's go back when he was younger. Did mm-hmm. he have all those anxieties at first or was it from the very beginning they, they helped you all or was it something that happened progressively? Um, well, his anxieties have actually decreased as, as he's grown older, um, just because he now part of people on the spectrum, I think is insight into, and being able to tell you things. And they, especially when you're a child, you can't tell someone something. So when he's feeling, when he was feeling anxiety as a two-year-old, he doesn't know it was anxiety. He just knows he doesn't feel right. Now, when you put the words to it, when he gets training and, you know, uh, group classes and things like that. He now knows what anxiety is and he knows how it feels in his body. So he can now tell you, Hey mom, this is making me anxious. Okay. And then I know what that means. Um, but he's, he was always is one, two, three-year-old always, you know, the kid bouncing off the walls or the, you know, the kid that you just couldn't necessarily get to sleep. Um, because his brain never shuts off. So my brain never shuts off because, <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's because, you know, you, your brain can't shut off because his can't shut off and you can't right. get him to sleep. Um, so he's always had those issues. Um, now, when we were two, I didn't even know what the disability access service was. I'll be honest. We went with him when he was two, but I didn't know what it was. Okay. Um, but as he got older and he could talk and he wasn't in the stroller anymore. And it wasn't as easy to wait in line because you, you know, can't just give him the Cheerios and the stroller and, <laughs> or the phone or, yeah. or, you know, or things like that. Um, as a mom, you find out, you know, you go okay. in the Facebook groups, you go in there, okay. you know, what is there? What are the best travel? I mean, when you want to travel, you find it. Or when you want to do anything, you know, you want to take your kid to, I don't know, to see fireworks and, you know, he can't, how do you do it? Because you have another child, you know, you can't just stop life for one when there's another one. So, you know, you start hunting and it took me a while to hunt and peck and find that stuff. And that's kind of why the travel agency was born because I found all that stuff. And I'm like, this made my life so much better. (laughs) And I think I can make other people's life better because of what I've learned and you know, they won't have to spend the days, the weeks, the months trying to figure it out when I already know it and I can help you, you know, get to that point faster. Not to mention you experienced it. So you're talking from experience, yeah. not just book knowledge, but you actually lived it with the child who's, you know, on the on the spectrum. But I'm so glad that, um, you know, Disney World has you know, come up with something. And I hope that other places do the same thing for parents, you know, that that's traveling with their child or going somewhere. 
Um, but the cruise line that uh, it, we, I think you, we talked about that. The cruise line is one of the things that I, I, I want you to talk a little bit more about because of it was a couple of things that you said about the cruise line, meaning that, you know, everything is the same. And on a cruise, you know, when you go to dinner or when you go, they, that, that is their job to know all this stuff about you. So tell us a little bit more about the Disney cruise versus the actual park. Disney cruise, I I call that my home. Okay, family calls it our home. We haven't been on since pre-COVID. So we're getting, you know, antsy to get back on the cruise ships. Um, but the thing with Disney is it's kind of always the same, which is great. Um, you know, I, I've gone on a cruise, you know, two years. I The Disney Magic is probably our favorite ship. Um, it's a, it's one of their smaller ships. They have like 2,500 guests that can board it. Um, so it's not very large. We're not talking like those giant mega ships or anything like that. Um, they had bigger ones, but that's not kind of not for us. Um, but I've gone on a cruise in like 2012 and I've gone back in 2016 on the magic and the same people have been there. Oh, wow. I stayed with the cruise line. They're in the same spot that I saw them when I left, um, uh, which is kind of nice, especially for someone that doesn't like change, like my son. You know, they were in the gift shop when I left the last time. And when I came back, hey, wow. you're still in the gift shop. <laughs> um, but no, even besides that, that they have loyalty for their with their employees, um, Disney Cruise has, has something that is rotational dining is what they call it. Okay. We still have like the hamburger spot on top of the ship and, you know, the ice cream and things like that. But um, most ships have three uh, restaurants uh, that are family restaurants. And what happens is, is you get assigned a rotation. So one day you might be at Animated Palette, the next day you might be at Lumineers. Um, so there's, you're assigned a rotation. So if you're a seven day rotation or a five day, you know, so you go one, two, three, one, two, three, okay. then one, two. So you're assigned this rotation. So every night you'll be eating at a different location. Well, three and then go back around, but a different location with a different menu, but your staff will be the exact same. Okay. So they come with oh, you. Oh, they come with you. Yes. Oh, that's so awesome. You get a waiter and you have good there's always a head waiter with your, when you eat dinner. So that's the person that runs the whole um, restaurant. That person comes too. So you get the head waiter, then you get your waiter and then your waiter has an assistant. So those, your waiter and your assistant will always be the same one at your table. And they do have like other cruise lines. You can ask for a private table, but you also can sit with the fam. You know, you might just be assigned another family. Things have changed with COVID, but pre-COVID, and I think they'll get back to it, that you're probably signed and assigned another family with you, but that family will always be the same too. So, and if you have a medical issue or a child that might not do good well with sitting with others, you can explain that and ask to be your own table as well. But so the first night they'll ask you, what do you like to drink? You know, what mm -hmm. do you like to eat? Things like that. Um, do your kids want to go to the kids club after they eat, which um, my kids always wanted to. So they'll start their dinner ahead of us. Okay. So my kids love lemonade or now they love Diet Coke. But so <laughs> when we would get to the, when we would get to the table, their drinks would always be there. They knew wow. what they wanted and the drinks will be sitting there. And you told them they wanted to go to the kids club beforehand. 
So most of the time they'd have a little snack or something, or if they liked fruit, their fruit would be sitting at the table before they even got there so that they had a snack. And then they know they'll come to, my kids want to go to the kids club early after, after dessert, but my husband and I want to sit and have dessert after without them. That's great. They'll get their appetizer before us. So okay. their appetizer, their dinner, dessert will come like ahead. Yeah. You know? So what I'm eating, so they're eating their appetizer first and my husband and I are ordering our appetizers. Then as when I'm eating my appetizer, they're already eating their dinner, which okay. is perfect. Then, you know, I get my dinner, they're eating their dessert. So we had family time as a family eating dinner, which is fabulous. But then they can go to the kids club. I can drop them off or if they're old enough, they can go up to the kids club themselves. And then my husband and I can have a drink and dessert by ourselves. Yeah. So it's kind of like a mini date within dinner. So I we didn't sacrifice family time. We don't sacrifice dinner time with the family on the vacation, but yet they get their time as well themselves. We get our time. And it's great because you know your, your server, you know, you know who's going to be, and you make bonds. We still talk about, we don't remember his name, but we actually, we do remember his name. His name is Bob and he's from the Philippines. And he told us about banana ketchup. Apparently in the Philippines, they eat banana ketchup. We found this out because my son went through a phase where the only thing he would eat on the cruise ship was the big fat French fries sandwiched with mashed potatoes and ketchup and another French fry on top. Totally disgusting, totally okay. disgusting. But he ate it and I didn't have to fight with him to <laughs> eating it. And it had somewhat of a food group in it. Yeah. And you know, he, you know, he, we made it work, but Bob would make his little Mickey ketchup every day on his plates, his Mickey ears ketchup. And he would tell us about the Philippines and banana ketchup. Um, so, and that must've been, oh my goodness. That might've been 2012 when we first met Bob. And I still remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I still remember so Bob. All the cruises, but do all the, I know they're not exactly the same, but for the most part, all the Disney cruises are similar. So if you decide, cause I, I know they have more than one, just one Disney cruise. Uh-huh. They have so, five now. Right. So yes. when you do, they, they are similar or very- All of it has the rotational dining. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Listen, yeah. if you want to take a cruise and you have kids, that sounds like the perfect place to go. Yep. Well, let, let's answer our questions because I, I have so many other questions, but let's answer the questions at the end sounds of good. the story. Um, I always share my thoughts with you all and then I ask you questions. So these questions are very easy. I, I love them myself. It says, what, the first question is, where is your favorite place to go on vacation? Of course. I said there's a tie for me. Okay. Um, I love Alaska because we cruised Alaska. Wow. Um, and Hawaii. So hot and cold. <laughs> you just took my heart. Now, my I haven't been to who to Hawaii yet, but I'm gonna go because that I have never not wanted to go to Hawaii. Mm -hmm. From the first time I saw it on television, heard someone talk about it, it was like Hawaii. And the reason is because my favorite vacation spot is the beach. I yes. absolutely love the beach. Listen, I could go to the beach every day, even in the winter, put on a coat, whatever, just go to the water. So I love the beach. Okay. The second one is if you have children, how do you keep them entertained on vacation? Because 
I asked this question because when we took the kids, the days we didn't go to the park, although we had a swimming pool, a game room, those kids were still bored. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I, you know, and I said to your, and my answer to that question was, is I don't know if they were bored. I, you know, my thing with kids and travel is keep them busy and keep them involved. And I think the keep them involved is actually even more important than keeping them busy. Um, we started the planning phase, you know, where are we going? What are we going to do? I, you know, I get them excited with the videos, you know, YouTube or the, the videos that you get on the resort pages or things like that. And we make a plan. I mean, we make an itinerary. Um, so this day we're going to do this, this, and this. Now it's not set in stone because this could be closed or it could pour rain or it could snow if we're in Alaska, but this is what we would like to accomplish on this day. Um, and I make sure that we know it, you know, I ask them, what are your top three things you want to do that day? And we try to hit those top three things. Um, and if we don't, then we discuss what we didn't and we have a backup plan of, okay, we can't do these two things. Maybe we can do these two things, um, instead of that, or, you know, it's kind of, it's a balancing act. And I also say that it's also, you have to schedule free time and I tell them we're going to schedule free time where we have that it's not necessarily you get to go out on your own but we don't know what we're going to do in this time you know maybe we pass that fabulous ice cream shop that we saw driving in you know we're going to go back and see that we didn't know that existed but now we know it existed you know that's going to be a memory we're going to go do that during what we considered free time I think a lot with kids is more of they don't know what's coming next Okay. So they're going to panic or they don't, they think they did everything fun possible and okay. there's nothing fun left that makes sense. to do. So, you know, we already did the pool. Yeah. What's next? You know, well, we're going to do the pool again, but this time we're going to have the pool party or this time, okay. you know, we want those things that you throw in the pool that we see if you can dive, we're going to see how many people, how many, how far you can dive today or, or, you know, you dive this much this time. Now, can you beat that record? Um, more of they need to know what's going to happen yeah. every moment of their day yeah. and that's you <laughs> or know else they're going to think there's nothing else to do you're right because even when you go on, when you're driving are we there yet how much long is it going to be because they want to know they want to hurry up and get something done wow yeah. you know that's true but it sounds like you know for like for our family vacations we learned from the very first time when we took the kids it was like okay so we know we learn from that very first time so the next time you know, we did a little bit more planning. We did a little bit more so that they wouldn't get bored. And then we also shared with them that it's okay to be bored because you're going to be bored at some point in life. So you need to learn how to deal with it (laughs) because you all are driving us crazy. Always want us to keep you entertained, entertain yourself. Go out as old people used to say, go outside and play, you know, go make up a game, do do something like that. And I, think that's a lot of it they're not necessarily bored they just don't know what to do do. yeah that you know they don't know how I mean we've trained our kids well like and I say we plan we plan and plan for them but they don't know what to do but if you teach them how to plan or how to do things themselves you know um or find out what they like so you can make suggestions or things like that that goes a long way I think and you just have to know your kids because every kid's going to be different yeah that's every kid is going to be you know I've got one that's a real big planner and the other one's kind of like 
They don't want to be part of the plan, but they want to know there's a plan. <laughs> <laughs> but Marie, this has been amazing. You've given us so much information. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted you to come on, especially for parents out there who have children that, you know, may need extra help, knowing that there's places out there that will help you so that you can have a great experience. Mm -hmm. So that is wonderful. So, so do me a, a favor. Um, I know that you have your... Um, your um, business, your travel business. So let us know where we can find you and the name of it again. Now, if you're looking at the video, it's right behind her. So behind look, at the, look at the picture behind her for those of you who are looking on YouTube at it. That is the name of the agency. But for those who are listening, go ahead and tell us, um, you know, how we can get in touch with you. It's triple. Now I can't talk. It's trip a little light travel. And you can find me at triplelittelighttravel.com. And if you're anything like, you know, Mary Poppins, especially the um, the new Mary Poppins movie, you know, Triple Little Light, fantastic. Yeah. So that's kind of where it nods to, you know, because in my heart, the travel agency was start for Disney, was started for Disney, but we do so much more. You asked if there's other places that have um, similar programs. Universal does have a similar program right down in Florida with Disney. So they have a disability access service as well. There are a lot of other companies coming out there that, that do do things like that. And, um, and I plan trips for people that have disabilities. I plan trips for people that don't have disabilities. Okay. You know, um, I plan Disney trips. I plan non-Disney trips. You know, you want to go to Hawaii? I can send you to Hawaii at a Disney resort. Yes, there is one there. Oh my God. Can, <laughs> yes, Disney Alani. But I can also send you to, to, you know, the fabulous Hilton or, or you know, the, the Marriott. There are so many wonderful resorts out there. I don't want you to think that Disney is the only organization that has fabulous customer service because there's so many out there. And um, it's not the right fit for every family, that, but that's the beauty about travel. There is a fit for every family or, or single or couple or whatever you are. There, travel is amazing. And I think that's one thing that COVID and 2020 has taught us. And that's why travel is exploding now. You know, yeah. people are trying to get out. They yeah. really try to get out. Well, mm -hmm. I'm going to make sure that I have all of this in the description right. so that they can find you, if, even if they have questions or mm -hmm. anything, because I might be using this information to find <laughs> out about Disney in Hawaii. Man, I don't want to be in Disney all the time because I want to experience the islands. Yes. But, you know, it would be great. So thank you, Marie, for being here. I'm telling you, you all, she gave us a lot of information i'm glad you agreed to come on and i am so grateful to you for that well thank you so much for having me it's always fun i love talking to people about you just travel and just life and this is what this is you know conversations are what we miss so much and this was fabulous i'm glad you enjoyed it all right thank you Thank you for taking the time to listen. I pray that this episode has brought some joy to your life and you have learned something about yourself. If you like what you hear, please follow me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube. And for more information about Miss V the Storyteller, you can visit my website at MissVTheStoryteller.GoDaddySites.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.